it's lunchtime, you take a big scoop of peanut butter, you plop it down on the bread, and imagine if that's your old HID lighting fixture, lots of peanut butter right in the middle of the bread, but really you want to spread that out and have it uniform. Welcome to the McNaughton McKay podcast, your electrical connection. Each episode, we meet with an industry expert to tackle real issues in manufacturing. Join your host, Austin Davidson, to get the latest scoop on automation products and solutions. Hey there, and welcome back to the McNaughton McKay podcast. Fall is here, and the sun is setting earlier each day. And with that in mind, we're going to be discussing outdoor lighting solutions. Today's guest has had various roles over their 30 years of experience in the industrial and manufacturing distribution space, and they are currently the National Channel Director for Affiliated Distributors at Cooper Lighting Solutions. Today, I'm joined by Michelle Ryan. Michelle, how's it going? Hi, Austin. Thanks for having me as the guest in the September Mac and Mac podcast. Thanks for joining us. So as I said, today we're going to be discussing outdoor lighting solutions. So this seems like a little bit of an obvious question, but uh, when the sun starts setting a little bit earlier, uh, why does that make lighting so important? Well, when we start to have uh, less darkness, or excuse me, more darkness during the day, less daylight, that's when we typically notice that our outdoor lighting might need to be improved. Um, When you think about outdoor lighting, first and foremost, we think about safety, we think about uh, parking lot lighting, especially, and I think that's what we're going to talk about mostly today is, is outdoor lighting and specifically what to take a look at in um, parking lot lighting. Okay. So just just one quick aside. So safety related, I'm, I'm assuming, you know, I, I used to cover safety products uh, that went on machine, but something we always kind of mentioned that seemed a little bit of an afterthought, but if you've been into dimly lit facilities, it seems like it should be the first thing you you do. But uh, could you expand on that a little bit? Why why proper lighting is so important for safety? Sure. Proper lighting is very important for safety. If you look at, say, old style lighting, the metal halide or the HID high intensity mm-hmm. discharge lighting, a lot of that lighting is directed right under the light source. And you have a lot of shadows. You don't have a lot of good uniformity. And anyone who has been outside and they're not in a a newly lit facility or uh, an area, they definitely look at the color of light. And all of those things can contribute to the safety of of how well the environment is lit. Mm -hmm. So as your eye has to adjust from a dark part of the parking lot to maybe a better lit part of the parking lot, that's when you know you really need to improve your lighting. So I know um, me as a, as a female, right, you know, I, I might be more sensitive to safe lighting environments with outdoor lighting because I want to walk to my car safely when I exit the mall, right? Sure. Um, or the grocery store, wherever, wherever I am that day. And I, I tend to notice outdoor lighting and not just because I work for a lighting company, I, I'm concerned about my safety. Sure, sure. Well, so you mentioned something specifically in there, uh, the HID lighting. I won't try to repeat the acronym because I don't remember it. Uh, But I know that that's more of the traditional, we'll say, old school lighting uh, that a lot of folks may have in place now. And what you elaborated on is the fact that it's very concentrated, focused light. It's not dispersed very well uh, across the area. So, you know, what, what are some other options? I mean, I LED seems like the thing that we have in our house all over the place. Is that the same trend that you guys are seeing uh, in your outdoor lighting solutions? 
Right. So HID, again, stands for high intensity discharge. And um, we still have customers out there who need to upgrade. And and I might want to throw this out there as an added incentive for upgrading if you still are working with HID lighting is the, you know, the lamps are almost impossible to come by. I know we were one of the last manufacturers, major manufacturers earlier this year to make that announcement that we're no longer manufacturing the HID. So when you look at HID lighting, you've got a lamp, you've got a ballast, and you've got a fixture. And sometimes we refer to the uh, reflectors in HID lighting as that lasagna pan, if you will. And when you look at the light coming out of an HID fixture, um, first of all, right off the bat, you lose about 30% of the light because uh, the light is coming out of that lamp in all directions, but then it starts bouncing around that reflector, that metal reflector. Mm-hmm. Um, you lose about half of the light behind the uh, fixture itself. And the reason, uh, one reason that LED lighting is very, very much improved over that is think about Maybe uh, you live in a development and you're at the edge of the development and someone has just bought the land behind you and they're going to put in a big box retailer. Mm-hmm. You do not want that light trespass, right? Sure. So a lot of the uh, improvements that we have with LED lighting is controlling where the lighting goes and how uniform the lighting is. And of course, we have better colors of light today with LED than we did with HID lighting. And so there are a lot of general improvements. Yeah. So we, we have the kind of beige light color. It goes all over the place where you don't want it. It's inefficient. I mean, LED, at least at home, uh, you know, you look at all the differences between the energy savings too. Um, I have to imagine that there is, there is a lot of reasons the technology has, has become better for the functionality, but I, I mean, I'm sure energy savings is something that you guys look at as well, right? Yes, energy savings. And it's kind of funny, you mentioned in my intro that I've been in the industry for over 30 years and lighting continues to be what I call the low-hanging fruit of energy savings. Mm -hmm. In fact, um, for any of the major lighting manufacturers, we publish uh, DLC codes. So a lot of times it, it depends on utility by utility or state by state if you can still get some of those lighting rebates from your energy provider, but yes, LED lighting is definitely more efficient uh, from the energy perspective. And it's also, uh, it has a lot of other benefits, which we'll get into. Yeah. Well, and I, again, maybe a little bit of an aside, but we've talked to a couple of, um, I guess you'd consider them energy auditors or or green integrators, if you will, Uh, just at least in Georgia, I've talked to a few and, and that's exactly what they've reiterated to me is that lighting is it's kind of the first thing you should look at because it's one of the easier things to adjust and the technology pays for itself very fast. Whereas some other green initiatives, you know, they, they, they may not pay off right away or, or not quite as quickly. That's true. Compared to solar or wind, uh, lighting definitely has a very good payback. The other thing that we can do with lighting today is have sensors, dawn to dusk sensors, Um, we can put controls on it. We can turn them on when we need them, turn them off when we don't. And a lot of advantages to upgrading lighting. So say we've gone and we've, we've upgraded our lighting, or I guess maybe I won't get ahead of myself. Say we currently have a bunch of HID in place. You know, we have, you you explained that they have a lamp, a ballast and a fixture. We already have these set up, whether it's, you know, I know we're talking outdoor, but say within our facility or outside, 
but we want to go and we want to replace these with with LED. We've we've convinced management that this is going to pay itself off, and we've been talking with you know someone as informed as you on the Cooper Lighting Solutions, and they're ready to go. What what does that look like? What do we need to do first? So that's a really good question. The first thing that I want to point out is not all lumens are created equal okay. because you want to make sure you understand where the lumens are going. And so there are a lot of uh, industry tools that are available to help you evaluate the quality of your lighting. So the first one that I want to talk about is LM79. Okay. And that is a industry reference report that will tell you specifically for the fixture what the color temperature is coming out of the fixture, what the CRI, the color rendering index is for the quality of light. And then we'll also tell you how many lumens there are per watt. So that is one of the first reports that you want to take a look at to help you do a comparison from your old lighting to the current lighting, or maybe you're even evaluating two or three different options for your lighting is the LM79 report. Okay. Um, and then once you take a look at that, um, as I mentioned, you might want to compare two different fixtures for, for aesthetic reasons or mm-hmm. maybe a pole height reason you're, you're evaluating other fixtures. There's an LM79 rating for each particular fixture. So when you look at a parking lot, as I mentioned in my big box retailer kind of comment earlier, you want to have some cutoff, right? At the perimeter of the lighting, Mm -hmm. don't want to have what we call light trespass where you're lighting behind the fixture when you want to throw all the light forward. Or maybe those poles are in the middle of the parking lot and you want to um, throw the light in all directions. Each individual fixture has its own LM79 rating, and that's because we're taking into consideration where are we throwing the light. Okay, so we have, it it sounds like what you've discussed is essentially ratings for the HID side or or more pertinent to the HID side. You know, if we're looking at migrating over to LED, are there, I'm assuming there's ratings uh, for for those light fixtures or those uh, chips that we should be aware of as well. That's a great question, right? So there's another report that you can get for, the actual LED chip, and that is the LM80 or the Lumen Maintenance Indicator. And so every chip that goes into an LED will have an LM80 report available for it. And what it does is it gives you an estimate of the life of the LED. Okay. And so with LED, we're getting much longer life than we are out of HID lighting, than we are out of fluorescent lighting. And the minimum testing that you do for that is um, 6,000 hours of, of life. And so most of our LEDs are rated for much, much longer than that. Yeah. And I think that's something that most folks, you know, I, I like to make analogies, maybe maybe sometimes too many analogies, but right, if, if we're Looking at what everybody will say at some of the big box retailers, since you used that term earlier, uh, you may go into one of them to buy some new LED lighting for your house. The two things they advertise are longer lifespan and energy savings. But something else that they tend to, to address on there as well is the wattage differences. So, you know, if I have a current bulb that is either fluorescent or, or some other older technology filament or something like that, I'm assuming when you move to LED, it, there's there's some kind of difference there, right? Like the 400 watt fixture that you guys have outside that's traditional HID, 
if we put a 400 watt LED out there, you're going to, you know, melt the asphalt, right? Well, you won't melt the asphalt, but you will wind up with too much light. So wattage is an energy rating. So how much, one of the ratings that we talk about in lighting is how many lumens per watt is the fixture. Sure. So a common one for metal halide is 400, you know, lumens per watt. But again, I talked about earlier with that old style HID lighting, how you lose so many of the lumens coming out of the fixture. So we certainly can look at how many lumens per watt in an LED lighting application. And what you will find is you get a lot more lumens per watt out of LED lighting when you're doing that upgrade. So that's how they become more energy efficient. And then if you look at the better distribution of light, it's possible to go into, say, an existing parking lot, upgrade the lighting, and you might not even need as many heads on poles as you Mm -hmm. had with the old style HID because we're able to control the quality of light, where the light is going, and of course, it's more energy efficient. Sure. So we have energy efficiency. We can direct the light more. um, And I tried to pay as, as best attention as I could to the different standards uh, but this is this is not my field of expertise like yours. So we have all these different standards or reports that we can look at for uh, the HID and LED and compare those. But, you know, I'm assuming that that's not the easiest thing to just look at and imagine in your head. And, oh, we have all these. And, you know, I, I can't draw in the first place. But if I'm trying to draw something on paper, I'm not sure that that's going to make much sense. So do you guys have any kind of tools that will help us assess, you know, what's our current layout and design. And um, of course, if I'm going to upgrade, I don't necessarily want it to be a one-to-one. I want it to be a one-to-better. So if we're looking at this upgrade, is, is there something that we can use that you guys offer? Yes. Great question. Um, we have a wonderful free tool on our website called Light Architect. Mm-hmm. And the AR is um, kind of almost stands for augmented reality. If you want to navigate to this tool, um, you can go to cooperlighting.com, and at the top, there is a resources navigation bar, and if you just go to the uh, drop-down menu on resources, you will very easily navigate to our page for Light Architect. And what Light Architect is, it's a multifunctional tool that enables you to do lighting layouts. Mm -hmm. So let's say we do have uh, a customer of yours who is looking to upgrade existing lighting, We have a partnership where we can pull in Google Earth images right into the tool on the web. Oh, okay. So you can pull in the Google Earth image and uh, see very clearly where those existing poles are, or Uh even if you've got a wall pack on the outside of a building, and you can use the tool to bring in different Cooper lighting fixtures and set up your whole lighting layout. And the lighting tool is very sophisticated. You can pull in our own IES files, which have the information about the fixture, the light distribution, the amount of light coming out of them. And then what you're able to determine from the light architect tool is actually foot candle readings on the ground. And one of the things that I've mentioned a couple times is the improving quality of light and the uniformity of light. One of the things that you really want to keep in mind when you are looking at LED lighting is that foot candle reading on the ground. Mm. Um, Are you eliminating all of the shadows? Are you eliminating all of the hot spots? And the tool will actually visually give you a map so you can see those foot candle readings. I do find it a little bit funny. We still use terms like horsepower and foot candle. (laughs) (laughs) 
So if you have your, your horses and you want to make sure that uh, they are completely illuminated, <laughs> we can use our foot candle ratings. Uh, I mean, that, that sounds super easy and it, to me makes it uh, makes a big difference between all of the industry jargon, everything that you would find probably in a reference table somewhere and actually being able to apply. And you said that's a free tool, correct? It is absolutely a free tool. So any Mac and Mac uh, lighting specialist or outside salesperson, inside salesperson can use it. Certainly your contractor customers. I know that Mac and Mac has a lot of industrial partners. So mm-hmm. perhaps you're working with an end user where you're in there doing all the other great supplying of Rockwell and other things that Mac and Mac does. If that facility manager wants to even take a look at what that looks like, maybe they're trying to build a case for setting the funds aside in their capital budget for an upgrade like this, they could very easily come on to the tool and might suggest that they actually hit our website for some of the training that we do on the tool, but it is very easy to use once you learn how to navigate it. And, you know, the hardest part is knowing which fixture to pick and pulling in the IES files. But of course, any good Cooper lighting agent or Cooper lighting salesperson is happy to help with that as well. Perfect. And we'll, uh, we'll put a link in the description of the episode so that they can navigate directly to there. Okay. I had one other question. This is maybe a little, little off key for it, but given, given some of my conversations with other, uh, we'll say green initiative folks, uh, and the fact that this is one of the easier things to adopt, do you guys either directly or through through any kind of partners, do you assist them with with rebates on these projects in terms? So say that I'm I'm building out a project and potentially looking at budgeting this, but I don't have enough money uh, to actually upgrade the entire thing, but I will save enough money uh, over the next five years or so. I know that there are some companies that will actually finance this. Is that something you guys or your partners in the industry will do? So we don't actually finance that for the end user. Most Mm -hmm. of our relationships are obviously with distributors like a Mac and Mac. We can assist in local markets to connect you with resources that do the financing. I know one of the tools that we also have on our website is a payback calculator where you can very easily plug and chug (laughs) to use old terminology, but Mm -hmm. you can plug and chug in that Excel spreadsheet. You know, the current number of fixtures you have, let's say it's that 400 metal watt our 400 watt metal halide fixture. How many hours a day is it running? What do you pay for your energy? You can plug and chug what the new fixture will use, and then you can get a a payback uh, length of time in that. And that helps. I know internally the customers go back and get some internal resources for funding. But then if you also wanted to partner with a third party, that's going to do that turnkey, not only the work, but the financing of the um, project. There are some national firms that do that. And then there are Mm -hmm. some very good regional firms. We have ESCO managers on our team at Cooper Lighting that you can engage in any one of your um, regions and we can help facilitate that conversation, but that's not something that we do at Cooper Lighting. Perfect. Yeah, I, I kind of threw a screwball at you, and uh, that that makes complete sense. And I'll, we'll put a link to the uh, the calculator in there as well, so folks can get directly to it. So that is all the questions I had for you uh, that I had planned out. Is there anything else about outdoor lighting, Cooper Solutions, peanut butter on bread, anything else that you you want to talk about before we uh, let you go? Yeah, we didn't really use that example, did we? Um, the peanut butter on the bread, but it is a good no. visual. You know, when we were talking about uniformity, let's say you're, it's lunchtime, 
you, you take a big scoop of peanut butter, you plop it down on the bread, and imagine if that's your holiday HID lighting fixture, lots of peanut butter right in the middle of the bread, but really you want to spread that out and have it uniform. So we, you, you don't you don't want your lighting to be uh, like a a sandwich with just one large scoop of peanut butter in the middle. Right. <laughs> You know, I will just say in terms of, of Cooper Lighting, we are a full line lighting manufacturing partner to McNaughton McKay. So, of course, we have indoor lighting, we have outdoor lighting, we have roadway lighting. Um, within the scope of outdoor lighting, we've been mostly talking about the lighting that you would have on a pole in a parking lot. But, mm-hmm. of course, we have wall packs uh, to light up entrances. We also do lighting for parking garages, for Partners who deal with utilities, we even do the decorative lighting that goes into neighborhoods. So definitely full-scale lighting partner for all of your lighting needs. Perfect. Well, like always, folks, if you have any questions about this episode or any previous episodes, feel free to reach out to your local McNaughton McKay account manager, or you can email us at podcast at mc-mc.com, and we'll get you in touch with folks like Michelle over here who will light up your day. Thanks for coming, Michelle. Thanks for having me as a guest. I really appreciate it.